Good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to the, another edition of the Steelers Hangover. I hope you're all having a great Monday if you're watching us live on YouTube or Facebook. And uh, alongside me, I'm Tony Defio, by the way, alongside me is the great Shannon White. How you doing, Shannon? Hey, yeah, guys, I'm doing great. Yeah, welcome to uh, welcome to the Hangover, and we're 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 uh, we're, we're without pr- the famous Brian Anthony Davis, who's somewhere in the woods enjoying a nice little vacation. <laughs> so we're gonna try to do a good job in his absence, and if if we're not, I'm, I'll probably see a bad signal up in the sky, and and we'll act accordingly. But yeah, uh, Brian's Brian's off this week, so it's just me and Shannon. So uh, let's have a great show, and uh, welcome to everybody in the live chat, Steeler Nation forty or four one two. Eric Askew, Jared Devil, John C., all of our regulars, Christopher Hugala, I think I got that right, from Facebook, joining us. And, of course, you can catch this show and many others live on YouTube and Facebook each and every week. And if you miss us live, you can catch any of these live shows on an audio platform of your choosing after the fact. And, of course, we have audio-only shows such as, as the Retro Show, the Stat Geek, uh, let's ride the live mic. The list goes on and on and on. So please check us out. Check check out behind the door curtain. The website we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown. Shannon's always uh, posting really great stuff. He knows his, he knows his football. Always always really great articles. So please please check us out. It's at your one stop shop for all your Steelers needs. And of course the the, uh, the one time uh, Brian takes off, we have some big news. And that's uh, on Monday. It was uh, announced that Melvin Ingram, the veteran pass rusher from the Chargers, was signed to a one-year deal by Pittsburgh. So that answers a question, maybe, uh, about the depth at that at that position. So, uh, w- what do you think of that move, uh, Shannon? Well, finally, we've been waiting uh, for them to make a move there, and uh, especially where they had the the funds to do it. You know, right with uh, the the Castro release and. Um, I, I was concerned about that position uh, just for the lack of experience. Last year, I felt really confident in Highsmith coming in and being mm-hmm. that third edge guy. And But he was the third-round pick, and he had, you know, a lot of potential, and he showed immediately, you know, what he could do. Right. Um, with Roche, you just don't know. Right. And, and Marsh – I don't know if he's going to be a good fit. Uh, you know, he has a training camp and preseason to prove himself, but you know, injuries at that position are, are very common. And then we seen what happened with Bud last year. Mm-hmm. So I was really concerned about a lack of experienced, uh, improving depth there. So, uh, I didn't see the numbers. Uh, do you know any idea what the contract was? I know one year, but yeah, that's all I saw too. I, I was looking for uh, for figures. They, they usually don't don't release that stuff right away. Usually, we have mm-hmm. to find out about it like through one of these national insiders, like a, like a you know Adam Scheffner or something. So maybe that'll be coming in the next hour, a few hours, maybe a couple of days. But yeah, they didn't they didn't uh, release any numbers. But I can't imagine it being a, a ton of money on a, for for a, a veteran like that who's who's uh, was sitting out there for the longest time. I and mean, he was you know he he was a, on a long list of players that. That seemed pretty prominent, you know, him and Justin Houston, Malik Hooker, Austin Ryder, the center. And uh, well, no, he's had back to back injury plague seasons. Yeah. So I figured it drove his price down. Uh, I'm hoping that around three mil, somewhere in there, maybe some, you know, uh, performance bonuses, you know. Uh, but 
with his injuries that he's been dealing with, he could be in the perfect situation on a one-year prove-it deal with the Steelers because yeah. he's not going to be asked to play extended minutes, right. maybe 15 to 25 snaps a game. And, you know, then he can go all out and, and it might reduce his risk of injury and it might get him a better contract next year, you know, even if it's elsewhere. That's a great point. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, I mean, if he if he's – in a perfect world, obviously, we know we know what TJ Watt can do. And mm-hmm. in a perfect world, uh, Alex Highsmith would, would make that huge leap and 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 be a guy that's hard to get out of the lineup in, in year two. But but if uh, if Ingram does get in there, I mean, as you said, he can go all out 15, 20 plays a game. And 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 I think I think a guy like that, a guy as you said, who's coming off of a, uh, some bad injuries the last couple of years, and he only played mm-hmm. in seven games last year. If he gets 15, 20 snaps a game and, 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 and really shows out, then maybe that's all he needs uh, to prove himself. And maybe he, he can go for a, a multi-year deal following uh, 2021 with that, with, once he hits free agency again. But, but uh, I, I like it. I like it. Again, there's questions about, about, his, about his health. But anybody, any free agent who's still out there in July – there's going to be question marks. So there's a reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, people were like, you know, wondering why, you know, why aren't they, why aren't they signing anybody? Well, why aren't, why aren't any of these teams signing these guys? That's what I was saying on Friday on, on the podcast. And so uh, it, it's, it's a lot of it's probably injury history with, with a, a guy like Ingram and Lee Cooker. Uh, it could be just, uh, they're asking, they were asking for too much. They want to maybe come in and start. Uh, yeah. I think be, that was Houston. Yeah. He wanted to, he said he wanted to start position. Right. So he's holding out, you know, early at camp, somebody gets hurt. Uh, you know, he could, that could mm-hmm. work out for him. It's a gamble, but right. a lot of these guys have to gamble on themselves and they know what they can do. And, uh, but I think Ingram could be in a, a really good situation. He actually reminds me a little bit of Bud. Yeah. Uh, Dupree in the fact that he's, he's more power than he is per se, pass rush moves. You know, uh, he doesn't have a vast array, but he does have a good bull rush, especially on the interior. And uh, so I think he could – and he does set a good edge, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, is something that, that you want in that that uh, edge three guy. So. Yeah, he was – that was something that Dupree was, uh, became known for, mm-hmm. especially as after he became a full-time starter. Is really, you know, something that, that he, you know – setting the edge. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point about him. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy now with, 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 with that part of the, uh, with, with that part of the roster. I mean, I think you mm-hmm. have, you have a nice veteran in, 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 uh, in Ingram and, and you have uh, to say that they addressed it, addressed the depth with a six round pick. You can't say that, but now, <laughs> now. <laughs> with, I wish. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and the great thing about it is, you know, Roche can possibly maybe, uh, learn, uh, you know, like I hate to say sit and learn because people say it about quarterbacks and I don't know if you can do that, but, but he could play, he could play, um, you know, get, get in on special teams and, and, and kind of cut his teeth that way and, uh, and, and kind of learn the, 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 the Keith Butler system. And, and, and who knows, maybe he'll develop into something by the end of the year. As far as Marsh, I'm not, I'm not sure about him. He's, he's bounced around so much mm-hmm. that, uh, but, 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 you know, again, with Ingram, I think I think it makes that position look a heck of a lot better than, oh, than definitely, definitely, absolutely. Because yeah. I mean, if somebody get, gets hurt, uh, you know, and you don't have a, you don't have a guy like Ingram in there, gosh, you're 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 gambling on a lot of things. You're gambling on an unknown like Marsh, <laughs> and you're and certainly you're you're gambling on a total unknown and a, and a rookie six round pick. So uh, 
I'm, I agree. I, I think it's a good move. And before I continue, before we continue, I, I have to get this in there. I, I, I might never live it down. And that's one of our regulars, if I can find it. It's Felicia Ballard. Today's her, her big day. So happy, her big birthday. So happy oh, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Birthday <laughs> girl's in the house. I won't say the age, even though she did. Enjoying it. It's a joy to share it with my crew, Cree, Darede Daredevil, John C., Snowman, Brad, Sean, Tony, Shannon, Javier, and the BST, BTSC family. So happy birthday. I mean, I'm good at remembering birthdays. Yeah, definitely. So let's see. J July 19th. I'll never forget it. When's your birthday, Shannon? Uh, August 9th. I tell you, you said that last week, and I forgot. Yeah, it's coming uh, up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> even though I just said uh, I remember birthdays forever. But, hey, Tony. Uh, yes, sir. You go ahead and sing the happy birthday song, and I'll, I'm going to listen along. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> all right, that's all I can do. Right, <laughs> my throat, my throat, my throat. Oh, yeah, I understand. You would normally be yeah, much better, I, much better. Right, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm like <laughs> sort of taking Brian's spot for that. I can't ruin my, my pipes. You know, I gotta, I gotta do you mean fresh. Brian Anthony Davis? That guy, yeah, yeah. How many times is that mentioned? We, we, we got a quota here. I think I think we're up to four. We have eleven more to go. Okay, 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 okay. I have it written down somewhere. Like I said, who have that bad signal up in the sky? Yeah. If I don't, so happy happy birthday to Felicia. Yes, happy birthday. All right. So um, before we continue with with our other uh, our other topics, I, I actually, you know, do you think do you think uh, is there anything else you, you think they should address as far? As, I mean, there are ish, there are question marks at cornerback and maybe even you know still with the line. Although I don't I don't know about that anymore. But do you think? Is there anything else that, they, that, that you would want them to address with any of these guys that are still out there? I think this signing is going to kind of – you want to keep so much money. Right. You know, you got to have to sign. Uh, and, and in case something comes up. So I think they had one uh, uh, substantial signing available, and I think that's – they used it for Ingram. And, right. and, and I'm pleased with that. I mean um, – you know, uh, Hooker, I just don't know if we – we definitely needed the edge more, I felt. Mm -hmm. And uh, and like I said, the offensive line, uh, it is unproven, of course. Right. But I don't know who's out there that would have necessarily come in that – the guy that, you know, you really were looking at was Turner, and they got mm -hmm. him. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think this was the, the really one of the best uh, uh, decisions they could have made. And then we'll have to see – a cut down time, you know, who might come available. Um, but the, you know, that's, that's a different, uh, avenue there. And that'll be later in the training camp. And of course, so. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think I agree with you. I think they're pretty much done, uh, with signing. Cause I think there's, there's more potential there at a cornerback as far as young guys that maybe they could develop, you know, a lot of people are excited about James Pierre and, and, um, uh, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know you like him. You like him a lot. Jeffy likes him a lot. So, what is it that you like the most about Pierre? If if you had to uh, give your scouting report on him, when I started watching him, um, I, um, he's very he has a short memory. Mm -hmm. um, if he struggles early in games, he seems like he really bears down, uh, becomes even more intense, more focused. You know, he doesn't go into a shell, so to speak. Right. You know, some guys, man, they, they get burned a couple of times and they lose that confidence. Mm -hmm. And he's always like moves on to the next play. I don't know if he has short-term memory loss or what it is, <laughs> but he's always – and he's very physical 
uh, in the running game. Um, you know, we only got to see a little bit of that last year because right. he was, mo- you know, mostly used in the, in obvious passing situations, but mm. uh, he, he really comes up and plays the run hard. He's physical um, and aggressive. And, and uh, I like those two things. Uh, plus he's at least six, one, you mm-hmm. know, I've seen him listed six, one, six, two. So that's very good length. Uh, and, and has the, the longer arms, uh, which he uses effectively in coverage, uh, and to jam guys at the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can play a little man, he can play zone, and uh, which that's RMO. I mean, that's what the Steelers do, right? And uh, uh so I, I've, I was excited for him because I thought he could immediately come in and uh, show that physicality and, and, uh, confidence in camp i didn't expect him to make the roster per se right right so that was a pleasant surprise for sure yeah and that's that's something that that you know we'll, we'll never know what they're thinking on these guys but they they might be super excited about a guy like james pierre which is why they're not you know they didn't decide to really address the cornerback position in the draft and maybe that's why they, they didn't decide to go and and search for a, a replacement for steven nelson and frenzy maybe that's one of the secret reasons why they decided to, to, to cut him and save some money. Cause maybe they, they were that confident in a player like Pierre or perhaps Justin Lane. I mean, I, I'd say there's a probably at this point more of a chance that they're, that they're, that James Pierre might be something than, than Lane, but based on last year, but then again, you know, it, it was his first extensive action, you know, so he has, you know, he needs a chance to, to get out there again and, and, and see if he's, if he's uh, improved at all. But, yeah, I, 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 I like what you say there. I think he's um, he seems more of a a big physical corner than what they what they have. They usually don't they don't have a lot of those guys. And if he can if he can if somebody like that can uh, become the starting number two corner, if you want to call it a number two corner, I don't know if they if that even exists anymore with so much uh, so much uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for sub packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if he if he can be that that second starting corner, then I think that that's even better for a, a player like Cam Sutton who can slide into the slot and and plus he's 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 really versatile. He can play obviously a corner and he played a little bit of safety too. So I think that would bode well for them if if he's the uh, if he if he can uh, make that leap in his second year and if he's somebody that, that they can develop because you know a player that just left here. Uh, Mike Hilton, he was an undrafted free agent and he came out of nowhere and, and became one of the best slot corners in the league. So if they can do the same thing with James Pierre and, and he does that at the, uh, on the outside, I think that that would be fan- Cause you need to develop guys like that. You can't, not oh, every, yeah. yeah, not every, every uh, player you develop can be a, a premium pick. You have to hit on a lot of some of these undrafted free agents. That's what the key, uh, Scott- to, the key to that. And the Steelers are really good at it is recognizing guys that fit their system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pierre run like a 4-6, and, and immediately that's going to drop a guy down. Say he's a fourth, fifth round, pro, you know, projection. Mm-hmm. He runs that 40. Uh, maybe some of his shuttle times wasn't quite as good. They're going to drop him down to where he might go undrafted. But right. the Steelers know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And that's why they could get a guy like Kilton who played like an undersized safety, you know, many linebackers, if you will. And they knew how they wanted to utilize him in that slot position. Same thing with Pierre. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he might not make it on some defenses where they ask him to match up man to man for the whole game. 
uh, on the outside, but the Steelers are not going to do that. They're going to mix it up, mix up coverages, and uh, you need a certain amount of intelligence um, and and again the confidence. And once mm-hmm. they find that match, they're they're really good on these undrafted free agent guys on the offensive line in the secondary. Yeah, uh, you know, even some of the linebackers uh, have been that route. You know, and uh, uh, like Spillane, I mean, another guy. You know, yeah. he he's a tweener. He's not really a buck. He's not a Mac, mm-hmm. but uh, he really fits their system. And right. they picked him up off the trash bin or trash heap. So, um, yeah, it's always I always root for these guys. Yeah, because it's financially beneficial to the Steelers. Right. So not only do they get a chance to have a professional career and they just, you know, all of us still are just love them because we love the underdog. Oh yeah. And, uh, but it also just helps the salary cap because if you're not having to pay them, you know, say a second, third, fourth round draft slot, you know, it's, it opens up a lot of money that you can use to keep your own and mm-hmm. pay fair market value and keep them around. So, that's the reason the stores have been able to do what they've done to be so consistent. Part right. of the reasons that they're really good with them undrafted free agents. Yeah. You mentioned uh, the, the line and, and when they were trying to rebuild that line, you know, they were using a lot of premium picks, obviously Pouncey first rounder to cash first rounder Marcus Gilbert. But you know, before they, uh, any of those guys even came along, uh, they, they signed Ramon Foster in 2009 out of Tennessee and by 2011, he was a he was a fixture on that line. He, mm-hmm. he was so durable, and and you need you need to develop. You can't just like you said, you, like I said before, you can't just they can't all be premium picks. You have to be able to develop these these uh, undrafted guys, lower round picks, and and Foster to me, one of my favorite all time favorite Steelers. Yep, and me too. And 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 he was such a adorable uh, presence and a fixture and a team leader. So you know, and Val and a waiver. And yeah, Big Al, that's right. Big Al I mean, is another one. I mean, yeah. you know, a tight end and defensive end, and then he becomes the left tackle. And then, he, right. you know, yeah. and, and, you know, he's had an excellent career. And, again, a guy nobody wanted. Anybody could have had him. And, right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they they, they, they they identified him. They developed mm-hmm. him. And, of course, he had the, the best coach possible as far as offensive line coaches and, and Mike Munchak. So, I mean, it oh, was yeah. a perfect, perfect storm. And, uh, you know, and he, he actually got some – pretty decent contracts uh you know i mean left tackle obviously is going to be more valuable than a left guard uh but yeah he, mm-hmm. he was able to to parlay that into some pro bowl years and and, and a, a decent contract or two so yeah i mean it, it, i i let's hope james pierre is uh is that equivalent on on the in the secondary and, before and it we, seems like there's one every year yeah you know yeah. And and you, this year you just like wonder who it is right <laughs> yeah and I, i'm excited about spillane mm-hmm. i mean i i think he's He's someone you know, undrafted free agent, but and he, he obviously showed a lot in the running game last year uh, playing the run. But he, I think Jeffrey Benedict, some other people said he was much better in pass coverage than people people thought. I mean, he, he's he seems like a, pr- a pretty decent athlete and somebody maybe that could you know be an upgrade as far as athleticism over uh, Vince Williams. And we, he we has, know, yeah, he has much better instincts. Right. I mean, if you watch him, uh, he's a step ahead, so it makes him look a little faster than maybe mm-hmm. what he is. Mm-hmm. And you know, then he quickly transitions. Let's say he's got coverage and the running back stays in to pass block. He just transitions immediately uh, to the pass rush. And uh, and he was very effective at that last year. And um, 
So even though he's not your prototypical, um, you know, he's neither, like I said, he's neither a buck or a mag, mm -hmm. but, but he could play alongside Bush because, um, he might be an upgrade over Vince at mm -hmm. this point in their career. Right. Right. And even his long-term future, he might be more of a sub package guy and, and quality depth, but he definitely has established himself, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as an NFL capable linebacker. So, you know, mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta love it. And you gotta root for guys like that. Absolutely. Like you said, it's a great underdog story. Plus it, it, it in the long run, it saves him some money. They don't have to <laughs> go out and, 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 and spend premium picks to try to up, you know, upgrade that position. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that, hey, we we went, we got through twenty one minutes almost. All right, this is great. This is great talk. I, I really enjoy. It. I really love your insight, Shannon. And before I before we I finish off the first half of the show, I, I have to get this up by Felicia, uh, five dollars super chat. Uh, the birthday girl on her birthday, she's donating money. That's right. That's oh, what we call a, a true fan. And she says, mm -hmm. shout out to Bad as well today is second chance at life birthday. Because he's a, he's a survivor. That's right. Uh, uh, Bad is a, is a survivor. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you for that. And, and again, happy birthday. And on that note, I will we will close out the first half of, uh, of this show. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're listening on the audio platform, please download or thank you for downloading part one. And please download part two of this episode of The Steelers Hangover.